Hi Church, it's so good to be with you again in this regular weekly Chew on the Word sessions. I think we are on the third or around fourth week now of our lockdown. I'm sure some of you would have known and about my first cousin, Dr. Chu Wing Kong, who, as I speak now, is fighting for his life on a ventilator in London. Um, and my prayer is that by the time this broadcast goes out, he is already healed. I want to thank those of you who are praying for me on his behalf. And I want to say thank you so much indeed for all your prayers. But one thing it did for me is that during this time when I'm fasting and praying for him, the passage that comes to my mind is 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And it's a bit solemn, but I feel that this is what is appropriate for this period of time. There is hope, and yet at the same time, there is grim reality. Let me read to you certain portions of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I want to share with you the entire chapter. Let me share with you certain passages first. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Paul says, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. And he goes on to say, with the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us up with Jesus and present us with you in his presence. And verse 16, he says, therefore, we do not lose heart. I want to share with you on something entitled, let us not lose heart. If you look at this passage, the first verse in chapter four begins like this. Therefore, since through God's mercy, we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. So verse 1, Paul says, we do not lose heart. And then in verse 16, therefore, we do not lose heart. So if you look at verse 1 and verse 16, like two pieces of bread in a sandwich. So firstly, verse 1, do not lose heart. First piece of bread. And then verse 16, therefore, we do not lose heart. Second piece of bread. What, what lies between? the meat, the content. Why we don't lose heart? Because Paul here says, we are hard-pressed, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, no, we are not persecuted, but we are locked down, but we are not abandoned, and therefore, we don't lose heart. What is it that made Paul 
said we don't lose heart so much so that from verse 2 to verse 15 he said something and therefore he said in verse 16 we do not lose heart I feel that we need to look at this very seriously now because it's now so long that the virus has gone on now and uh, well we see some good news but largely it is still ravaging especially in the West and we can lose heart so I want to share with you looking at this passage working backwards from verse 16 why is it that we should not lose heart why is it that we do not lose heart two reasons the first reason is found in verse 7 we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us and he goes on in verse 8 we are hard-pressed and so on and we don't lose heart even though we are hard-pressed even though we are perplexed even though we don't understand even though we are knocked down we still don't lose heart because we have this all-surpassing power of Christ in us wow how to lose heart when we have the same power it's not any power but the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living in us how to lose heart that's what he says here therefore with the same spirit we speak and we also believe that we know not only we believe we speak but we know that the same one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead is present with us amazingly he contrasts this amazing glory the Shekinah glory of God that lives in us with jars of clay jars of clay who is this jars of clay we are we are actually made from the clay we are made from the mud we are actually broken cracked jaded perhaps jars of clay and yet the almighty god choose to indwell in you and me these jars of clay with the all surpassing power of the resurrected jesus you know, I wrote a book uh, called um, Is Life Worth Living? And I made mention of this jars of clay, cracked jars of clay, jaded jars of clay. And I said, actually, at best, all of us are nothing more than crack pots. Crack pots. And yet the Almighty God choose to indwell you and me in our mortal bodies the all-surpassing power of the risen Lord. You know, we just celebrated Easter just a couple of weeks ago or thereabouts. You know, it's not an event, you know. It's not something that we celebrate and we forget all about it, no. You know, someone said, and I resonate with that person, as a Christian, every day is Easter Sunday. Why? because the life that we now live is the resurrected life we cannot lose heart we do not lose heart because of this all-surpassing power of the resurrected Jesus the second reason Paul writes why we do not lose heart 
moving backwards from this passage is from verse 2 to verse 6. He talks about the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says that the God of this age, verse 4, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. And we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ, our Lord. He said, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. The, the, the metaphors and the adjectives that Paul used for the gospel, glorious, life-giving, is the light of the gospel of the glory that shines in the darkness. In other words, the second reason why you and I do not lose heart is not only the all-surpassing power of Christ that lives in us, but because you and I have an all-consuming passion to preach Christ and Christ crucified. We have a higher cause, a higher purpose to live for, how to lose heart. You, you know, many people die and give up because they have no purpose in life. They're purposeless. Even in CNN, not too long ago, we see sad, sad, tragic stories of how a loved one died one week before and one week later the loved one also passed away because there's no hope they have given up all purpose of living there's no reason to live because you and I got no purpose to live we give up easily but Paul says not so as a Christian we not only have a purpose to live for, we have a higher cause to live for. You see, you know, I, I've been to uh, a global solemn assembly. I was privileged to be part of it. And I've seen a couple of global prayer meetings and, and almost every one of these giants of faith globally has this one common revelation from God. He says that post-pandemic, after all these things have said that when the dust has settled, this would be the greatest opportunity for us to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and we will expect a great harvest of souls. Why? Because people are confused. People are hopeless. And that's the time in which we move in and share the greatest news, the greatest hope they can ever have, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. So we cannot lose heart because now we've got a great purpose, an all-consuming purpose, an all-consuming passion to look for. And all these things is over. You know, one of the Facebook posts said this, the biggest problem is not that people are dying from a virus. The biggest problem is people dying without Christ. So can I encourage you, my friend? We do not lose heart. We cannot lose heart. Because the all-surpassing power of the resurrected Jesus lives in us. That's why Paul says, it is not about my life. I carry with me the death and the resurrection of Jesus in my life. So I may be cast down, but I'm not, I'm not, knocked out 
I may be uh, 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 hard-pressed, I'm not crushed, perplexed, not in despair. Same for you and I. We are not, we will not lose heart. Jesus Christ himself said in John chapter 16, verse 33, In this world, we will have trouble. Jesus says, take heart. Don't lose heart. Take heart because I have overcome the world. So let me finish and move forward. From verse 16 onwards, Paul then tells us when we have the all-surpassing power of Christ in us, giving us the higher purpose of preaching the good news of the gospel, surely then, from now onwards, we must have a totally different perspective of life. What then should our perspective of life be? How should we be transformed? He goes on to say, verse 16, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Outweighs what? Outweighs all the problems that we have, all the fear that we have, and all the uncertainty, uncertainty that we have. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. If I were to put into two columns, the all-transforming perspective that we must have now in life is this. On one end, on one side is what is temporary, on the other side, what is eternal. Paul says here, what is temporary is outward, what is eternal is inward. What is temporary is our momentary troubles. It will pass, it will go. But what is eternal is the eternal glory of God that far outweighs them all. And what is temporary is the seen. And what is eternal is the unseen. So can I encourage you, my friend, even this period, let's ask God to change our perspective of life and living and keep turning our eyes on Jesus, not look at things of the world, but look at what matters in life. I want to end with this testimony. You know, on the 30th of March this year, my pastor in Edinburgh, Pastor Derek Prime, who married Pastor Lee Chu and I many, many years ago, passed away well over 90 years old, not from COVID virus, but from old age. I remember during my time training in Edinburgh, I was so, so encouraged by his expository teachings and in a sense laid the foundation of who I am today. I remember in 2010, I visited Edinburgh again for the last time, I thought, because I'm a very sentimental guy. I walked along the streets, Princess Street, and then so on and so forth, bringing back memories. And I phoned Reverend Prime. 
And I said, Pastor, do you remember me? It's Wing. He calls me Wing. And he said, of course, Wing, I remember you. How are you? What are you doing? And I, I told him I'm now a full-time pastor, pastoring a large church. And he said, Wing, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. You know, he was not well at that time. And he, he just talked for a while. And then his parting shot was this. He says, Wing, can I give you my favorite verse? Yes, sure, pastor, sure. And you know what was his favorite verse? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. Therefore, do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. By whom? By Jesus Christ. And he told me, Wayne, don't let go. Don't lose heart. Look to Jesus. Hang in there, friend. Hang in there. And that struck me. Today, I want to say this to you, my friend. Don't lose heart. Look to Jesus. Turn to Him because everything else will fade away. But the Lord will never, never fail you. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you so much indeed for your exhortation from your word that we are not to lose heart. And so, God, I want to pray for every person listening to this exhortation that, Lord, they will banish away, Father Lord, everything that makes us lose hope, lose heart, because our hope is in you, Lord, and you have never failed us, and you will never fail us, Lord. So thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Sing with me, church, sing with me. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face And the things of the earth Will grow strangely dear In the light of His glory and grace Oh Father, we turn to You We look to You, Lord, around this time all things everywhere around us things might be despairing but we will not lose heart because our hope lord is in you we bless you jesus we thank you we thank you we give you back all the praise and all the glory in jesus name i pray amen god bless you thank you so much for listening have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead of you.